Hi, and welcome to Clapton Conversations, a new regular podcast about the life and work of one Mr. Eric Patrick Clapton. My name is Grant, and I will be your host for what will be a deep dive into the career of one of our most influential musicians. Um, I'm speaking to you now from from West Sussex in the UK, um, just on the Sussex-Surrey border. Uh, We're about 10 minutes drive from the Surrey Hills, where where Eric has has lived for for about just over 50 years now. Um, some of you may have seen the recent Lady in the Balcony film. Well, I'm about 30 minutes from Cowdray House, but uh, surrounded with beautiful English countryside, as you see in the, in, the, in that film. So just to give you a sense of, of where, where I'm speaking to you from now, um, this is very much Clapton country. Um, now, this podcast has, has been in my mind for a very long time, just over two years, actually. Um, I got the idea from, from hearing the fabulous Song by Song podcast, um, which uh, episode by episode goes through each of Tom Waits' albums. Um, some of you may be familiar with that. Um, now, I'm, I'm not a massive Tom Waits fan. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I love his early stuff and, and several albums, um, you know, things like Mule Variations and Rain Dogs and things. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm not a, a, a massive fan, but I, I love his early albums and, and some of the experimentation. Um, and uh, he and I also share a birthday, I guess, <laughs> um, which is, uh, you know, one of the reasons I guess I, I like him as well. But um, it was the structure of that particular podcast that engaged me um, between two or more people, quite often three. Um, one is usually a musician and uh, whilst the other is, is, is often a, a casual listener or a fan. Um, and But the dynamics are great because the conversation that ensues often brings out you know really different perspectives and and it reminded me of the of the various times that I've been to see Eric with with a musician um I am in no way a musician um I own guitars and I can play some chords but I'm by no stretch of the imagination a musician but it's always really interesting to to get a musician's perspective when you're when you're seeing Eric because you know something that really touches me um you know and and, and really resonates with me doesn't always with with a musician you know music is subjective like that but it's you know I'm always fascinated to to be with a musician and then point out a particular riff or technique that Eric has used that you know I hadn't particularly noticed or or certainly hadn't considered as being you know particularly um, advanced you know it's always really interesting to get a different perspective so you know I am I guess what you'd call a muso um, that that really does stem from hearing Eric at an early age you know and so uh, I discovered Eric when I was about seven I guess um, it sounds a bit dramatic but it, it really was a moment of epiphany uh, I guess a little like Eric hearing somebody like Robert Johnson or or somebody for the, for the first time um, it really did floor me um, I it was uh, actually I was I was actually uh, watching what I now know was the the Prince's Trust concert in about 86 and um like Eric, I come from quite proud stock, and then, and I was a kid sitting on the floor watching this TV program, couldn't hear what was what was on the TV because, as I say, you know, being from quite loud and proud family, there was a big adult conversation going on over my head, so all I could see was what was on the screen. I couldn't hear it, um, but here was this guy with uh, the guitar up in the, in, in the kind of uh, this eyes shut. Um, position and and it just looked like he was completely immersed and um, I'll never really forget it. Um, 
so yeah that was um, my first introduction and I needed to know who he was and a little later on I, I saw him on the Southbank show those of you in the UK will possibly remember the Southbank show with Melvin Bragg um, and actually the first introduction to that was the um, it was Big Bill Brunsey singing uh, When Did You Leave Heaven which then segued into Eric and uh, doing a, a, an acoustic version um, which I now know was part of the Rolling Hotel film with uh, Jamie Oldacre and uh, the two uh, Eric's there, I mean the one that I'd seen in concert you know, on the Prince's Trust com- with this guy were completely different and I just needed to know more about him so um, that was my introduction to Eric um, was that good enough for 40 odd years ago and um, yeah, I've been a collector and uh, uh, ever since really, and, and seen him a number of times. And I just thought that this would be a really good opportunity to really try and explore all of the different parts of Eric's career, um, you know, and just have some really great conversations with with like-minded people, whether they're a musician or ideally someone that's worked with Eric, you know. Um, and just explore his techniques, the tours, the great albums, the recordings, the great sessions, people that have influenced him, people that he has influenced. Um, we can get into the, some of the quirky things as well. Um, so that's why I called it Clapton Conversations and, and said about planning it. Now, you may have noticed that I'm talking to you alone, and here's the thing. Um, whilst I really want to get into the good stuff, I think it's, it's possibly worth clearing up the the elephant in the room um i made contact with some people that i knew were were very big clapton fans great musicians heavily influenced by eric um and people that know infinitely more than me um this was just two over two years ago and and some couldn't spare the time with family and work commitments um and others came back saying that under the circumstances with the current situation and the coverage that they uh, they would be a bit reluctant um, it might jeopardise their own careers. And this was a shock to me. Um, these particular musicians were in America and it made me think, like other Clapton fans, I, you know, I'd, um, I had, I'd, I'd seen Eric's comments on the situation and had been surprised as, as any other fan, given his normal reluctance to be interviewed, um, that he'd been filmed. But, um, you know, I read the comments on social media, um, but I presumed that these were by people that were not familiar with with Eric's career or, or just taken in the, with, you know, with misinformation. Um, my own thoughts when I listened to Eric was that he was a man that I respected and felt that, you know, I've always respected Eric as being somebody who is informed. Um, and whilst he said in one of the interviews that he's no scholar, I, I think he's often pretty harsh on himself as I've always felt that he was someone that does look into things and doesn't take things on face value um you know who will equip himself with the information and find a credible source so i was more intrigued um now whether i agree with him or not is neither here nor there but i respect him enough to think that you know what he is seeing um you know what is he seeing that i haven't considered so i watched the interviews and i looked at some links and not once did i think that this changes how i feel about him and his music um and this was why I was so surprised that people had been that had been so influenced by his music were were so worried about going on the record about him um, that the backlash would be strong um, and this was a great shame and it made me realize that it it may overshadow what's been a phenomenal career in music 
Um, but reluctantly, you know, because I, I wanted it to be a conversation, I, I put the idea to bed for a bit. Um, and now it's March 2022. We've got some remarkable things to talk about. You know, the, the, the Lady in the Balcony, the eponymous album being reissued. You know, we've got gigs and tours coming up. Um, there's some great stuff happening with people like the Tadeshi Trucks Band, you know. There's some re- lots and lots of activity that I really want to talk about. And um, and I just thought, you know, this is silly. Why, why should I put this idea to bed? If I can get a couple of episodes out, albeit on my own, perhaps that might encourage other like-minded people to to connect with it and um, potentially come on and, and, and have a comp- Clapton conversation with me. Um, and so I hope that this podcast does just that. It might make people, um, you know, rethink Eric's career and, and you know, and just really want to celebrate it. Um, you know, Eric's talent as a musician is, is, is undoubted. So um, that's it, really. That's how the podcast came to be. Over the next, uh, you know, what I hope will be weeks, months, years, we'll we'll get into albums, tours, particular solos, sessions, um, influences. Um, you know, I've got a whole range of things that I can't wait to discuss with like-minded people. So connect with me on social media. Um, and, you know, you can find me on Patreon as well. And um, I hope that, uh, you know, I can encourage some really great people to come on and, and talk to me and, um, and we can make this podcast a really great resource for Clapton fans. And um, yeah, I look forward to having you on the journey with me. I just wanted to pay tribute to the great Gary Brooker whose death was announced last week. Um, a fabulous musician, best known, of, obviously, for being a member of Procol Harum, uh, White a Shade of Pale, but uh, so much more than that. And for Clapton fans especially, um, you know, he was a member of, of Eric's band um, back in the early 80s. Um, they were good friends since, the you know, when, when Gary Brooker was, was, was in the Paramounts. Um, presumably on the package tours that used to happen around the, the days of the Yardbirds. Um, and yeah, of what I can gather, he was a very, very well-respected and great musician, good man. I went to see Andy Fairweather Low on Friday and uh, during his set he played uh, actually one of my favourite Andy Fairweather Low songs, Hymn for Life, and during which the uh, his Hammond organ player played uh, the opening notes of of uh, whiter shade of power which i think was a it was a nice touch um and 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 after the song you know andy fairweather low i think called him his beautiful friend so presumably they went back to the aim corner days um and i think that's just the general sense that i get that gary brooker was a was a decent man he was a nice guy so you know for, for clapton fans of course you know there were number of 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 ways that gary brooker um worked with eric over the years um most notably i guess that when he had the parrot pub which uh is just down the road to where i'm i'm talking to you now um many times i've passed that and thought back to the the nights that must have passed there back in the day um i think that eric used to, to drop in um uh, along with other musicians and and that's where the the lineup uh first got together for what became the the just one night tour although 
I went back afterwards and, and had a look at the notes for the Just One Night, which of course was recorded at the Budokan, and, and, and Gary Brooker didn't play on that, but I know he played on, on certain dates, and in, in the UK dates and European dates, um, just after that. Um, and yeah, he, he also played on another ticket, which I will come back to in a further episode, because I think it's a very underrated Eric Clapton album, um, and Eric and, and Gary Brooker did a a co-write on that album called Catch Me If You Can, which is a is a great tune if you get the chance to hear that. Yeah, we'll come back and explore that album in a in a further episode, as I say. Um but yeah, they'd they'd been very good friends all the way through. I think even though um the, I think Eric sacked that particular lineup, um the friendship did sustain and uh indeed I think Eric cited uh, Gary Brooker as the person that taught him how to to fish correctly um you know we we all know that eric's passion for fishing has has uh has, has been over several decades and i think it was gary that really um got him into that um so yeah it, you know and i know he he turned up again at the the george harrison tribute concert um again you know trusted pair of hands there that could uh, uh deliver the goods and uh obviously very good friends with george going back you know several years um i'd i'd urge you to also to check out um patty boyd's uh podcast if you haven't already um those of you listening to this will, will be familiar i'm sure with patty's podcast but if you're not please go and listen to it um and there is actually a, a brilliant episode from late last year i think it's october uh where gary gary is the guest and they they're making cocktails together some fabulous stories from the old days including you know touring with eric and, and and things so um yeah just a brilliant guy and i know he used to play regularly at the new year's eve, new year's eve gig just down the road at, at cranley um i've not been to that but i know many people that have have and said that it was a, a fabulous night so uh yeah just um an all-round good guy so uh, i just wanted to 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 take this chance to uh just salute Gary Brooker. I've just thought of the, the White Mansions album as well, which is worth digging out. Um, I think Gary masterminded that, if, if memory serves, um, which was a, a, a kind of concept album um, illustrating the American Civil War. Um, one of uh, Eric's uh, sessions, um, probably mid-80s, I guess. Um, so, yeah, if you've got the chance to, to dig that out, I don't know if you can stream that or not, but I'll put it on vinyl somewhere. Um, so, yeah. A really nice guy, great musician, influential man, and uh, we salute you, Mr. Gary Brooker. So this has been a Clapton Conversations podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, as always, I, I welcome your thoughts and comments. Uh, you can find us at Clapton Conversations on Instagram, Twitter, and the like. If you'd like to support the podcast, then you can find us on Patreon. Just check out the Clapton Conversations. I'll paste the, the link in the bio. Uh, please subscribe from wherever you get your podcast from to ensure that you never miss an episode. And uh, I'll be back very soon with another episode. Until then, goodbye.